Hi, welcome everybody to this month's uh, monthly roundup. Um, we're very excited to share with you some of the things that we have been learning over this last month um, on pruning and pioneering. Um, I have three uh, pioneers here with us. Uh, we have Dennis, who is from YWAM in Georgia, uh, and he's been there for 15 years. We're excited that you can be there. Not YWAM Georgia, USA, but YWAM Georgia, the country, Tbilisi. Republic of Georgia. Republic of Georgia, that's it. Uh, we have Amy, uh, who is from uh, YWAM in Finland. She's in Helsinki, uh, and it's coming up for seven years. Right yes, there. that's right. Uh, Bart uh, is in uh, Constanza in Romania, and he is coming up for eight years uh, with the base there. Um, I'm excited to hear what you guys have been learning and some of the, the insights that you've been having um, over this month. So I'm going to hand over to you, Dennis, to share something with us first. Oh, great. Thanks for, thanks for having us on. It's, it's kind of exciting to speak to all of Europe, you know, and a little bit intimidating. <laughs> Uh, but because uh, there's so many great people working here and uh, sometimes I feel the least of these in kind of a remote on the edge country, you know, Georgia isn't actually technically part of uh, Europe. It's, it's in Asia technically, but in YWAM it's in uh, uh, Europe. So, uh, so what has God uh, been speaking to me? I would say through this time, especially listening to people like uh, Tom Bloomer and Ina and watching some of the different sharing going on. Um, I just felt like the Lord reminded me to go back to his word, especially when we're talking about pruning. And of course, you, you, you think of uh, John chapter 15, um, where it talks about the vine and the branches. And, um, and it goes right into pruning right off, you know. And, um, and so I was just going through and I was, you know, kind of yellow highlighting in my Bible um, about the, the pruning is to bear more fruit. You know, and, and I know Tom talked about that. He's a gardener. I'm not a gardener. Anything I plant dies. Doesn't matter what I do, it dies. Everybody says, oh, you should put a garden out here. And I was like, no, I like just ground and cement is good for me. It's really that an excuse for not being good at it. <laughs> but I still understand the pruning. And um, especially from uh, John chapter 15. And, and the, real, the, the real, I don't know how you say the thing that drives it home is, apart from me, you can do nothing. We've got to stay. We can't be the ones that are pruned off. I mean, if we're the ones that pruned off, we, we, um, we're the ones that are pushed to the side. And, and the thing is, we have to stay plugged into that vine. And parts of us may get pruned off. I feel that happening to me. I am a pioneer right now. I'm not really pioneering. And um, I, so I have to go back to my original vision. Why did God call me here? Um, what, what is my mission and, and how much? Um, baggage have I taken in along the way that needs to be pruned off and some of that might be programs it might be ministries it might be people people that are just no longer part of the vision and uh, and that's a hard thing to look at it's like is it time for this person to go or looking inside of me is it time for me to go mm -hmm. you know it, it, it might do I need to just step out of the way I've been trying to step out of leadership for some time but um, I'm not being allowed to so far um, I mean, by the Lord, he's called us to be leaders, right? So I have to embrace that. But I'm surrounded by some great leaders. And I've got to be listening to them, too, and say, what is God doing in your ministry? How is he pruning? And if what, uh, you know, Tom is saying, there are seven lean years to come, how are we going to survive that time? Like, uh, for some people, like I think it was uh, maybe Steve mentioned before, 
uh, mayors about uh, people having loans on their buildings, or maybe it was maybe it was Tom, and and big financial debts, and they don't have any choice if they have no income. Those things have to go. Praise God, we're in a position where the things that we have are all paid for. Uh, we've always we've never tried to take any loans or anything like that, and um, so those things, buildings are not going to go away. But at the same time, to set and see them setting empty when you're a visionary, when you're a pioneer. Mm -hmm. uh, I have to say, God, what are you doing in me? Because I know this time, uh, again, back to John uh, chapter 15, it says, he chose us and appointed us that we should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. It should be lasting. And so I have to ask, what is lasting? And, and what are you doing in me? And what are you doing in the people around me? I mean, right now we're, we're always pioneering something, but with the virus coming down on us, and right now we have a war, I'm sure most people know, between Armenia and Azerbaijan, right to our south. We've got Russia threatening maybe to move through Georgia to come down and be a part of that. Turkey sending mercenaries talking about coming into that. And uh, just yesterday they agreed on another ceasefire. Um, so we had already planned, uh, tomorrow we're going to be going down to the border where all three countries come together and do some intercession over that. And I thought, that's kind of one of those things that I haven't thought about in a while. It's such a YWAM thing. You know, y yeah, God is pruning, God is refining, but uh, we have to deal with what he's bringing to our plates right now as well. And part of that is being a peacemaker and being an intercessor. So that's kind of where um, I'm at, we're at right now. And uh, I won't say it's an easy time. It's, it's been, uh, for some of us, a little depressing. I haven't left Georgia since February or March. And normally I'm traveling and teaching. I missed a great teaching in Germany, one in Denmark, uh, other places. And I was really looking forward to those because it's what gives me joy and what, what I'm made for. And yet it's, God is just having me set it aside. Or like, like I think it was Tom said, focusing more locally. And, uh, and, and concentrating on uh, like our Kurdish church with Rezo, you know, Rezo and preaching at his church and uh, going out and teaching our, um, at our different bases and things like that to keep them moving forward because it's so easy for them to get stalled and stopped as well. So that's where well, we're at right you. now. Thank you so much, Dennis. Um, yeah, I really, it's exciting to hear that God is doing new things as well as the pruning. Um, and yeah, we'll be praying with you guys tomorrow. Um, as you pray for for that for that war to con the ceasefire to to continue and and become. thank you thank you yeah so Amy um what would you like to share with us I think I can kind of continue along a little bit on that line about the the new things coming that I think when we think about pruning we think about what needs to go but the focus is actually on what what God wants to grow or what God wants to develop that it's not pruning for pruning's sake it's pruning for fruitfulness mm -hmm. um. And, and for the sake of, of, of growth. Uh, so I think it can be, pruning can easily be intimidating when we, when we look at it from the perspective of, uh, oh, this thing that I really like has to, has to now go. Um, but I guess from this month and uh, the resources that were put out, I was really so thankful for them and uh, so encouraged mm -hmm. by them. And I think the ones that I, I really latched onto were Belinda, your article, um, uh, very, very well written. Um, but just about kind of that what to do when you're not necessarily seeing fruit. And, and I think it, 
that I can see that so applying in a pioneering situation because there's so many times where, and this was also mentioned in the drop-in discussion, where we, you don't know what to do and you don't know what's the best strategy, but that's when we're so dependent on the Lord. And I think having that word of the Lord and having making sure we have time to go back and make sure we're standing on that word of the Lord is so important. And in this, this, this pandemic time, I think many people have had time to stop, but at least uh, in a way for us, it's been a, almost a challenge to stop because there's, there's so many little responsibilities and so many things going on that it's like, oh, how do, how do I stop this? Or how do I like, which, which bits do I cut? Um, and I think for me, the question, it, it's been like, it's harder to look at it from that perspective of what do I need to cut off, but rather, okay, what, what, what it needs to grow here of, of what, what is the fruit that I'm growing? What is what's got spoken to me? Am I abiding in that? Am I staying with that? Am I holding on to that and going forward with that rather than kind of running around and being like, oh, well, this is a good thing. And that's a good thing. And that's a, another good thing over there. So I think just taking this this time to reflect and time to to remember what it is that God has actually spoken, mm-hmm. and and I think along those lines um, during the drop-in discussion, it was kind of a, a side note, but someone just mentioned that you don't prune seedlings, and I think that was that was also kind of the the flip side of this coin of okay, you want to focus on the one. Yeah, that you need to have this, this focus on what you're growing and kind of cut off all the li- other little things. But then there was this flip side of the coin of making sure that you give room for those things to grow to see if they're going to bear fruit. Of, mm-hmm. and, and I was reminded of the parable uh, where the, the sower sowed and then at night his enemy came and sowed the, the, the weeds in the same field. And, and how in the morning the master said, uh, when, the, when the servant was like, oh, well, do you want us to go, you know, take out all the weeds. He said, no, 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 You'll, you might hurt uh, some of the other plants. Um, so let them grow together. And then when they're ready, we'll harvest them. And, but so I think it, there was this, I, I was just reminded of that parable of, okay, when something is ready and there needs to be a time and a process for evaluation to know when to cut, but that also if we um, kind of cut off too early or if we don't um, release especially young people into doing new things. And it's like, well, I don't know if that's going to work, but if God told you, you know, go for it. And we want to believe in them and give them an opportunity. So I think this balance between, okay, focusing on what the Lord has been saying, but then also giving people the opportunity to, to grow and to, to go forward in what they believe the Lord is speaking to them. But then also being like, okay, I'm not sure if this is a weed or if this is a something God wants to grow here, but giving the space for that. And, and then I think um, Steve Meyer has also given some resource about kind of how to evaluate ministry. And I think that's a great tool for many of us to use like a little bit further down the line of, okay, now something's grown. Let's, let's look at it and, and making sure that we're establishing, like, at least I was challenged of, okay, we don't really have any routines of evaluation. And I would really like to see that established and, and not just kind of release and say, okay, grow, 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 and, and not make sure we're checking. But that, that can't only be based on how efficient or how effective or how, how much things is this producing, how successful in, in a way this is, but it has to also be attached to this. Is this what God is speaking to us in this time? Is this what God has for us? Are we walking in accordance with that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, these are I think just some of my 
thoughts after hearing the resources this month. That's great, Amy. Yeah, that's brilliant. And I, I, I like, I like the, <clears throat> what Steve also said in his, Steve and Reed were saying in their, um, their LDX about pruning and gave all the different types of pruning. So I think that's, you know, what you were saying, like there's, there's different times and different ways and different things that, and like sometimes you don't actually need to prune. You need mm. to let it grow. But then in other times you need to evaluate, okay, then how does this prune for better ministry? How does this prune for, um, all, you know, all different kinds of pruning? Um, you don't just prune uh, exactly the same way every plant. Um, mm. And so you know, having that time for evaluation and going back to the Lord about what he said to you is very important. So that's great. Yeah. Bart, uh, what would you like to share with us? Um, well, in the month of September, we had this global prayer initiative. Um, and as Y and Constanza, we, we got together every, every day uh, and prayed together. And we saw, we saw a very clear move of the Holy Spirit. It was, they were really rich times with God. And one thing that continuously was something that God spoke is that we needed to repent of um, <laughs> sorry, we needed to repent of making being too focused on making God known rather than on knowing God, you know, and I felt that was the biggest pruning that we actually had to do is hey, we need to look at our busy schedules filled with ministry and say, hey, where do we prioritize knowing God? Mm -hmm. um, so, and that kind of resonated with, with some of the things that uh, Mike Ullman was writing about, you know, are these times where we just need to prune, um, yeah, making God known and coming back more to knowing God so that we can do ministry out of the fullness of knowing him. Um, one thing God spoke to me is like, if we're not being filled with the presence of God, we're ending up presenting an empty gospel, a, a gospel that Jesus is not, not present in. So that was a, a strong word that really encouraged us to go back to, to seeking him. I love um, what Carl Tinian said. Um, could this be the making of a new wave? You know, could this pruning end up being the making of, of YRAN 3.0. Um, that gets a visionary excited, you know? Um, he was talking about a remake. What if we kind of reinvent, remake YRAN from scratch? You know, rethink how we do things. So that's exciting stuff. At the same time, being a leader in YRAN and with the direction that we're going in with a flattened leadership structure and where we're delegating authority and, and empowering our staff and ministry leaders, it, it now brings us in a very difficult spot in saying, okay, we, we want to remake YRAM. We, we want to cut down on our ministries, but you've just empowered these leaders and they've they've developed ministries they're their babies and how do you go about that how do you um yeah how do you make sure you're not you know just yeah breaking your own stuff you know that you've just given authority now saying hey yeah we have this word of pruning i'm taking that authority back i'm gonna cut your ministry down so they <laughs> 
we need to realize that they are kind of their babies. And um, I, I like what Tova said. She said, I, I bring in my neighbor to cut my rose bushes because I don't have the heart to do it myself. So we need to use wisdom and maybe we need to ask outside people to, to ask us the difficult questions. Uh, welcome that. Um, I think that's another thing that Carl, Carl Tinian said is well, welcome people uh, that we trust to ask them to ask us difficult questions so we can slowly come to that process. He also mentioned it's a slow process. Don't rush it. You know, I, I'm, I don't know if it's my Dutch heritage, but I like to, you know, I'm task oriented, a one month global prayer meeting. Good. We've done that and now move on kind of thing. But actually I'm starting to realize that was just the beginning. And this is going to be a longer process um, of seeing, okay, how, how does this word apply to us? Um, where do we need to prune? How do we need to prune? Uh, and use a lot of wisdom and a lot of listening to God's, um, yeah, to to His Spirit to see how the process should uh, to take place. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's great. Anyone yes. got any last last comments before we we end off this monthly roundup? I'm just thinking what Bart said. It's so important about staying in step with the Spirit mm. because we don't. Gosh, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, I mean, just when we think we do, you know, it seems like the rug gets pulled out from underneath us. It seems like, and uh, we may make our plans, but, you know, he's the one that directs our steps. And it's so important to stay in the vine and just be in listening for the Spirit's voice, taking extra time for that. Yeah, and I think, I mean, one of the things I put in my article was about the fact that the fruit is not up to us. And Carl was also mentioning that. I have to really, you know, spend time with him and seek him, and he will be the one that brings the fruit. Um, Bart, you had something, uh, a question that you might want to put out there? I mean, um, we had Tom Bloomer sharing about the seven lean and difficult years um, that's ahead of us, and at the same time, we have uh, Lauren's prophetic word on the tenfold multiplication. Mm -hmm. um, and they seem contradictory. Maybe, I hope they're not. Maybe it can somehow go together. But it, it's a little bit difficult. Okay, do we, do we need to prune because we need to prepare for difficult years? Or do we need to prune to prepare for multiplication? Mm. Um, so yeah, I think as leaders that can be challenging. What do we prepare for now? Do we prepare for difficult years or, or uh, a huge harvest coming in? Uh, maybe they go together. I would like to challenge our leaders to, <laughs> to have that discussion and, and see what the Lord is saying. I would agree with you, Bart. I think it comes back to hearing what the Lord has to say. At least I used to hear this saying a lot. I don't hear it as much anymore, but we walk by faith, not by sight. And I think mm -hmm. that old idea of like when we walk in obedience, it's the same thing. If we don't necessarily see like 
okay, you know, I'm pruning. I don't know if this is going to be a prune for which one, you know, yeah. if it's pruning for fruitfulness or pruning, but I'm pruning because that's what God said. So I, I think it's just, we really need to like lean into that. Okay, Jesus, I don't know where we're going. I don't know what we're doing, but we, we stay close. And I think that's also Dennis, what you said about abiding in the vine of just staying close to Jesus in this time yeah. and holding on to yeah. him because we can't see what's ahead of us. And even the best of our leaders and the most strategic and the most visionary and the most um, equipped, like we all need to do the same thing of just leaning into Jesus in this time. And what he's what he's saying amen. amen okay i think we're going to end this off there thank you everybody that was great um i hope it challenged people i hope it helped us see uh, some of the really good resources that came out this month um so thank you very much for your time and uh yeah i'll see you next month